Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. Episode two. So do you want to tell the people what we're talking about today or do you want me to? Well, you have the expertise. Sure. Well, so today we're going to be talking about tarot cards, reading them. Why do you pronounce it that way? Tarot? Tarot? Tarot. Some people say, you can say it either way. Okay. Tarot cards? Tarot? Well, when you say tarot, it sounds like the Torah. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm not Jewish, so you can count me not an expert. <laughs> okay. So, so what what's your, I would, I would throw the question, what's your, like, initial, what's your um, impression of tarot reading? My impression of tarot reading is, are the shops in New York City where they're like, hello, come in, tarot reading, five bucks, it's obviously a front for, like, a drug pen. <laughs> a drug pen? Yeah. Is that what you, is that what they're called? A drug ring. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I've had very accurate tarot readings done that way, and I've had very not accurate readings done that way. So, oh my god, wait, can I tell? You, I told my okay, I told my coworker today that we were doing this, and he said he went to see a what was it? it wasn't a mystic, it was like someone who sees things, an oracle. Mm. But maybe that's not the word he yeah. used. But he, and he said that he went to see her, and she told him that he is one of them. <gasps> Really? Yeah, and I was like, well, how can you be one and not know it? Um, I think a lot of people are, like, intuitively in touch, um, and maybe they don't realize how intuitively in touch they are, and I think when you get to exploring your intuitive side, you can sort of feel when other people are also intuitive. Or she could have just been saying it to say it, but I don't think they usually throw that one out unless they mean it. Interesting. If they're reputable media i would say medium but okay oracle so, okay so tell me all about everything you want to say ah uh, okay uh wow <laughs> i don't even know where to start i guess i got into reading um tarot cards um sort of as like the middle step in my like witchcraft journey um which we are going to talk about <laughs> right today. well i had already had crystals and sage and so um i was looking i read a book called the natural psychic um and one of the things that the author, whose name I can't remember, suggested for us uh, is that you can use um, tarot as a form of, um, well, <laughs> divination. Divination. Thank yeah. you. I knew that from Harry Potter. Good. Specifically the <laughs> Thank third you. one. Victoria's only education is from <laughs> Harry Potter. Um, yeah. Listen, you said at the top of this that we're going to talk about wands. Well, <laughs> yes. So that's a great segue. Um so I so I read this book and I decided to pick up my first tarot deck. There's a bit of a superstition that you're not supposed to. I'm using air quotes. Um, you're not supposed to like buy your first deck for yourself. It should be a gift, but everyone I know has broken that, and no one's burst into flames yet. You, when um, I, when you were when I was like, I'm afraid. You were like, Do you think you're gonna be cursed? Yeah. Well, people have a lot of fear about tarot cards, and like, where do you, where does your fear come from? The unknown. Mm, okay. <laughs> mm, mm, all right. I think I should start by clarifying some myths about like what tarot okay. cards can Tell me the myths and I'll and tell you if I've heard do. them. Cool. Tarot cards predict the future. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Right. Um, so. But we're saying no, no, no. I don't, th- yeah, I don't necessarily believe that. I don't think that's necessar- necessarily true. Um, as always with this podcast, get more opinions other than mine. But um, the general consensus is tarot cards are not like straight predicting the future. Like, it's not going to be like, at 2 p.m., you will be asked out on a date by a boy with red hair. Like, that just isn't how it works. Well, I know, I thought that they never get very specific because then it could be true or not. Um, are you talking about, like, professional tarot readers? 
I'm talking about the people that's obviously a front for the drug, drug rape. Well, yeah. <laughs> drug well, rape. I mean, that kind of person is never going to, if, if that's the standard that we're holding up to, the whole thing isn't worth talking about. I've also, I mean, I've also heard about people who like go in and they are like, listen, this person did not know me at all. Like, how could they have known these things about yeah. me and my life? And, but I'm a little bit like, well, they had your first and last name. They could have Googled it. Not if you're like walking in the best, the best reading I've ever had was actually a palm reading done um, on the street of Carytown, Virginia by a woman for $5 of my best friend's money. Okay. $5. It was a front. Yeah. No, but no, but she, she, I don't know how she knew what she knew and there was no way she could have Googled me. That is crazy. Um, Yeah, it is crazy. I think, so the way I think tarot cards work Mm -hmm. and I think the general consensus is so when you shuffle the cards or when you set an intention on the cards, you're putting your energy. So I shuffle the cards myself. I think I did know that. Like when I'm getting a reading, I shuffle the card. Different practitioners do it different ways. Um, Some have you shuffle, some have you um, select, some will have you set, just set an intention. It completely depends on who's doing it. Um, I'm going to, before we, I think it might be beneficial for the sake of this to talk as if I, I or you were going to be reading for yourself, and then maybe we talk about reading for other people at the end. Okay, like a self practice. Yeah. So yeah, before you can read for other people, you need to learn how to read for yourself. Interesting. Um, so there's a standard deck. Um, generally, the standard deck is the um, Rider White Smith deck, um, and it was originally just the Rider deck. Did you say Rider White? Rider White. Okay. Right or White? Rider White. Like the last name's Rider? R I D E R. Okay. What, what is so hard? Are you confused? I don't know. It sounds like you're going to be like Ride or Die. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. The Ride or Die deck. <laughs> Catch my. Yeah. So this is, you can look at them if you want. Um, this is like a standard deck. Um, and the reason it used to just be the Rider deck, and then they found out that all these women contributed to it and weren't getting credit for it. Isn't that terrible? So why is it called White? Writer White, They're, it's last names. It's three different last names. Um, What's the third last name? Smith is actually, it's no one ever knows about her. She's um, a woman who, she did all of the original, all the artwork that you see. Oh, did you say Writer White Smith? White Smith, yeah. Um, Wasn't listening. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so these well, are. I was listening. I was just obsessed with the first part. Yeah. So all of the artwork this woman, um, whose last name is Smith, originally did, and she actually she just didn't get credit for it for years and years and years. And she like it can was, I say when sure. was she drawing these? Um, I actually don't know the year. It was a very long time ago because they look biblical. Um, they can. I think so. There's lots of different. Like they just look old timey. You know they look I mean? old timey. Yeah, yeah, that's because they are. They, they, this is a very old like practice. I have um, already have a question. Sure. Why do some of them say what they are and some of them not say what they are? Okay, cool. So I think I should explain like the structure of how the deck works and that'll okay. answer your question. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, well, I feel like I should finish. My thought is though, I don't believe the cards predict the future. I think the cards pick up on what ener- whatever energy you leave on them and sort of show you like what's going on, show you things that you may not know about the situation. Um, generally, there's there's a ton, the way you pull the cards, it's called a spread. So like there's the, a, th- a three card spread would be past, present, future. Mm-hmm. And 
Oh, that's that's bad. Uh, that so this is a oh, death card. No. Um, the imagery. Wait, all three of those cards were death. No, only two of them. Your past is death. Your present is death. <laughs> right. Well, I wasn't doing a real reading. I no, was just, I, I, I was just whipping them out. They're not even really well shuffled. Um, so they don't necessarily predict the future. I think they give you a good energetic idea of what's going on and can give like suggestions for course about course of action and then the outcome. Um, if things stay the same. And I think the other thing to note about um, reading tarot cards is the outcomes are always subject to change, right? If you dra- if you like dump your boyfriend tomorrow, you're gonna it's going to be a different outcome than if you didn't. Okay. Um, and I think a lot of times where people get touchy with it is like, I really do. I think the tarot cards tell you what you already know. Like, I don't think a girl goes into a tarot shop, pays her $5 and is like, yep, definitely need to dump my boyfriend unless she wanted to dump her boyfriend in the first place. Okay. Um, so the cards are divided. There's 78 cards total and there's 22, um, what they're called, um, major arcana cards. Um, and so these are things, so as you can, I guess the viewers at home can't see, but, um, this one is strength, for example. They're numbered 1 to 22. And these are the big deal cards. So if you do a three-card reading, and this is in the reading, it gives the reading a certain level of weight, a certain level of importance. Because um, these are, like, the thematic, like, important high points. And so as you can Wait, see... Wait, so you're saying there are 22 strength cards? They're not... I wouldn't call them strength cards. They're... Um, they're cards that just have a little bit more like philosophical like weight to them. Does that make sense? They're like more important, okay. I guess you could but say. But they're not all labeled strength. No, they're not. So this okay. one's labeled strength. This one's the death card, the empress. Oh, but they all have numerical numbers. Uh-huh. Yeah, so the empress is three. So the, the tarot uh, tracks the fool's journey. So the zero card mm. is fool, and it end, I forget which one it ends with. But it, well, the, probably death. Yeah. No, death is actually in the middle. Because oh, you're supposed to, like, okay. overcome. Death very rarely means a literal physical death. It usually means some sort of conflict. But so it, so the major arcana cards are ordered in zero being the fool. fool. I really do forget what the last one is. Um, up at, All the way up until the end. Um, and so that's how those run. And so each has, like, a different, like, life lesson, I guess you okay. could say. Um, and so if you pull, like a card, a major arcana card in in a reading, it just gives the reading a little bit of weight. Those 22 cards aside, there are four suits, and the suits also have like a correlation with the elements. So um, there's wands, which, go ahead and say your Harry Potter joke. Well, it's not a joke, it's just I don't understand. Yeah, so there's wands. Okay, I will say for the listeners at home, the wand looks more like um, the staff in Lord of the Rings than a Harry Potter wand. It does, in fact, look like a stick. That is true. Um, and wands... <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. And wands are associated with, like, fire. Um, sword. Wait, 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 wait. Why? Um, they're, just, they're just based off of, like, the four elements. So the one I'm thinking of right now is actually the next suit, which is swords. Um, it's associated with air, and usually that means, like, change or upheaval. So you can also do, like, it can also be correlated. You can cross-correlate it with, like, the Zodiac if you wanted to. Um, a lot of times if you, like, know, get a deck and learn your deck really well and, like, feel a spiritual connection with the deck, like, I know every time I pull the King of Air, I know that is uh, represents a person to me. Wait, is my Zodiac my sign? Yeah. Okay. So you're a Virgo, which is an Earth sign. I knew it. <laughs> Um, and then there's cups, which is uh, water, 
Um, and pentacles or coins, it's depending on which deck you get, it'll be called, um, and that represents earth. Um, and so they're just like a, a deck of cards, there's an ace, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then a page, a king, and a queen. So, okay. Yes. So if you get more swords, does that mean some, like you have more of that in your life? Like, if you get an ace of swords, it's, like, not very strong sword, but if you get, like, a ten of swords, it's, like, you have a lot of that. Uh, well, if you pull the ten of swords, that's the death card, so. Okay. <laughs> things aren't, things are not, uh, Looking I, up. things are, I pulled, I will say I pulled the ten of swords, like, two months, a month, maybe, before my, like, one of my most major relationships, like, romantically ended. Now, um, I have a question about yeah. this. So, do you think that having your cards read then like influences you and informs you in a way in which now you are making it happen because you think it's going to. So, you know, and your answer can just be like, no, I don't believe that. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I think so in a seven card horseshoe spread, there's what <laughs> I know. So you pull seven cards. So in a seven card horseshoe spread. <laughs> See, it's also, I don't know it. Like this isn't, this should not, this shouldn't seem pretentious. Cause it's like, it's literally just me sitting with a deck yeah, of yeah. cards in my bedroom. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, so a seven card horseshoe spread is just seven cards about an event. And you, so usually you'll set an intention, like show me what I need to know about love or show me what I need to know about money or show me what I need to know, or you can do like a general reading, right? So just mm -hmm. like what's going on. Um, and in a seven card horseshoe spread, there's a place for like best course of action. Oh, I understand now. You spread out the cards yeah. like it's a horseshoe. Yeah, exactly. You lay the cards out oh, to a horseshoe shape. Okay. Yeah, so, right. You can okay. take the the quote unquote advice of the cards and you know follow the course of action which they suggest, but you also don't have to. Um, these cards aren't. I think that's what people get scared that like, oh, if they pull a bad card, like that's the end. And I really do believe it's just like if you continue down this path that you're going on, here's what's going to happen. I think you have the ultimate control to change what you're going to do and to change your course of action. And I think, um, or you can take the, if you're doing like a seven card spread, you can like take the advice card, if you will, um, and go from there, but you don't have to, the cards aren't going to hold a tiny card gun to your head and tell you, you have to do what they magically say. Okay. I think the other thing, the joy of tarot is in interpretation and so you can interpret your own cards. And I think that's like why, you know, if you have someone who's like a respected, intuitive card reader, like they're not there to like tell you the gross details of your relationship. They're there to like pick up on your energy and like look at your cards for you and interpret them in their own way. It's like getting an opinion, right? Okay. What are the other myths about well, tarot cards. Tarot. Uh, there, I think there's a lot. Okay, so some people do get a little. They're like, if I pull the death card, I'm going to die. Yeah. Like, like oh, like what? Yeah. Like what in Harry Potter? Oh, like the Grim. The like, don't, I haven't seen Harry Potter in years. <laughs> Are you kidding? Me? I've actually only read. Harry I was about to say, I've actually never seen that. No, I've never seen it. I've only read it. Okay, but you read it. I did read it. Well, the books yeah. are better anyway. Yeah, retweet. Yeah, I think so. There's the death card, like the death major arcana card. Okay, but that's what I'm saying. Like, sure. Like what I'm saying is, like even in Harry Potter, they talk about how, like, oh, my grandpa saw the Grimm and then he died, and it's like, well, maybe he died because he, you know, saw it, and then he was like, well, I'm going to die, but so then it happens. The thing is, like, death cards very. I guess 
death cards very rarely predict actual death. Like if it's like the death of a relationship or like the death. Yeah. Or radical change is another way to put it. I don't think that, I don't think that Harry Potter is any place in this conversation. (laughs) Um, No, I don't think, I think Harry Potter can be here as much (laughs) as you want it to be. Um, I think it's your security blanket, but uh, (laughs) Yeah, I don't think seeing the death card is going to automatically mean that everything... And that's another myth people have about Yeah, it's not going to kill you. And I don't think you're going to, like... If you're an idiot, like, you'll be like, well, I saw the death card. Time to jump in front of this NYU bus. Like, you know, that's a very... Right, that's a super extreme example. But, like, Mm -hmm. I think if you're, like, that vulnerable, it's, like, the power of suggestion. Air quotes. Like, I I just don't know anyone who's, like, that, (laughs) like... (laughs) Okay, okay. That's okay. silly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So death card doesn't usually mean death. Um, I mean, I guess it can, but it usually just means radical change. Um, another hot thing is like, there's like the death major arcana card, which usually just means change. That very rarely means death. But if it, but if something is going to mean like a mortal death, it's actually going to be the ten of swords. Um, what I brought up earlier. <laughs> yeah, which is actually, which you can't see the, you can just look up standard like uh, tarot deck, but um, the Ten of Swords is like a man with ten swords in his back. Well, I'll tell you, he has one in his head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> debatable. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's okay. the basics. So there's four suits. And then, look, you can just go, like, I'm not an what? expert. You can just go on, like, you don't, I'm working on memorizing the deck cult, but like, you don't have to have it memorized to get started. Like, don't the let what cult? Memorize the deck cold. Oh. So you can, there's tons of books and online resources. Like if you want to get started, don't feel like you have to know what every single card means before you start reading. Um, Cause I think it's just, about, it's about just as much as your interpretation as it is actual, like knowing what exactly what this card means. Culturally. Right, 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 right. Um, okay. Yeah. I also, so this is my standard deck. Um, I also, I also read with the good um, tarot deck and I, I really like this deck. Um, this was the first deck I bought. I think if I had to go back, I would buy a standard deck first, just so I could learn more. But um, <laughs> if I could go back in time. <laughs> if I could go back in time, but I do. Lo- this is the deck I read generally on. Like, um, and this a lot of tarot decks have um, the same structure. So these have the major arcana cards. Can I actually tell you what these images remind me of? Sure. No, don't get offended. If you say Harry Potter, I'm walking out of the podcast. <laughs> it's not Harry Potter. Number one, they remind me when I was a young girl, I had a friend who was obsessed with unicorns. Interesting. And a lot of her artwork was like in the same vein as this. Yeah. Like very majestical. And then also it reminds me of, if you ever recall, having like an earlier like PC and like some mm. of the screensavers that they Yeah. Have. Um, what deck you choose is totally personal <laughs> preference. Um, I love... You're like, interesting movie. No, no, that is interesting. But I think it says a lot about, like, I really like this deck because I don't... There oh, it's is very pretty. Well, in the standard deck, there's sort of, like, some bloody imagery, and I'm, like, not a huge fan of that. Um, I okay, like well, that these are... The, the quote-unquote bloody imagery in these You literally cards. just... No, in oh, these cards. In these cards, there isn't. Like what it's I mean, supposed to be. This card, it's literally called the Good Tarot. This deck goes on. So this has air. So- it's air, not swords. 
to oh, because sword yeah, equal air. Equal air, right? So, um, interesting. So yeah. they don't do the death as much here. They, yeah, so this actually, I really like this. So this is, wait, is this basically the four elements is what I'm yeah, seeing? Yeah, that's what you're seeing. And that's what's interesting. The, uh, four elements are a pretty important thing in witchcraft. Um, so this is the this is the equivalent to the Ten of Swords. Okay, it's literally a woman like blowing a, a not a leaf, a feather into the air like in Forrest Gump. Fascinating. Um, you mean fascinating that that's what yeah. I got from that? Yeah, so the focus <laughs> is less on being The murdered. focus is less on the movie Forrest Gump. <laughs> it's less about actual physical death and she's blowing away what doesn't serve her anymore. This, I love the good tarot because it comes with a really nice little book that has a little like meditation with each one. So like what deck you choose is also going to impact like how you quote unquote learn to read, right? Um, so I think I try to keep any readings that I do, not only for myself, but for other people, like with a positive spin. Um, and I think that's something that's really important to me because I don't think any situation is like truly hopeless. If you like walk into a, a good spiritual shop, like there will be like 50 to a hundred decks for you to choose from. Wow. These are, yeah, go ahead. Okay. Would you say that like in Harry Potter? I thought you were about to ask me if I believe in fairies, and the answer is yes. Well, you and every person that lives in Iceland. Um, <laughs> okay, listen. This reminds me of in Harry Potter going into Ollivanders, and there are hundreds of wands. Yeah, and the wand picks you. Right, and the deck picks you. I think the best thing that you can do if you're about to go buy your first deck is to like get into first go to a nice spiritual shop where you feel, feel peaceful, and then ha make sure you have plenty of time, and then like just go through them and like what artwork makes you excited what's what are you not interested in um, and then I think the best thing you can do is like pick up a deck and touch it and like get a feel for the cards feel if you like their energy um, feel if you're down for each other and then you know then get an, an open deck um, Ooh, something that's really important that you do if you're reading for your friends or even just reading for yourself is like uh, burning some sage or oh however you cleanse but it's really important to keep your cards clear that way you can get like the most accurate energetic readings like if I read for Victoria all of her energy would be on my card so I'd want to like clear it Take out before some saw, wipe it <laughs> uh, I'd, so I'd want to clear it out before I read for myself so her energy doesn't God knows linger. Jen doesn't want my energy Ugh, I hate Victoria's energy <laughs> but yeah and breaking them in and sleeping with them under your pillow what is with you and sleeping with everything under your pillow? It's a really good way to get like an energetic feel for something without having to do much effort. Okay. Yeah. Do you have questions, comments, concerns? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I do have a question. Yeah. Do you feel like there are certain people that this just wouldn't work on? Like, do you hmm. feel like you have to believe a little in order for it to work? I think it depends on how do you define work. Unlike making a charm pouch or unlike right. casting a spell, like the goal I think with tarot cards is to like get an idea of a situation or get like an idea of the best course of action. Right. Right. I guess what I mean then is like, do you think that because if, if you're reading for me and I'm pulling the cards, sure. But I'm like, this is stupid. And I'm pulling the cards. Would they be the correct cards? You know what I'm saying? Hmm. I don't know if they would be the correct. I think so. Sometimes I do uh, birth charts for people like they're full Zodiac birth chart. I'm ready. Give me your birth time <laughs> and location. And Listen, that I'll information sense. <laughs> Wait, you'll color code it for yeah, me? Yeah, I'll color code it. Like rank what's really important, what's less important. 
Interesting. Yeah. Well, I do pride myself on being a Virgo Libra cusp. Right. Oh, well, <laughs> I've done birth charts for people where they're like, that doesn't sound like me. That doesn't sound like me. So even when right. things contradict it, if someone is continuously being like, that doesn't sound like me, it tells me that they're not open to learning or knowing. Like, clearly something has well, these two maybe opposites they need a little bit of therapy <laughs> right. and it's like you just come into the situation right being like i'm gonna make yeah. sure none of this sure involved. so and, and it's like and i think the same thing goes with like reading cards it's like why are you spending your ten dollars on astro place like right. do you actually want an experience and do you want to get someone's opinion or are you just doing it so you can come to your friends and be like yeah it, she was so stupid she didn't know anything about my life right like yeah yeah and the other thing is like I think if I if I were to read for you, like I would interpret because I know you as a person. You would like I would, interpret them. Yeah, I would interpret the cards and be like, "Hey, like, do you think this applies here?" Right. Or listening to you. I think also being an intuitive is listening. So it's like if you're like, "Oh, that King of Fire is this person. I know it." I'll I will say, "Okay, so if that King of Fire is John Smith, then not the Pocahontas." Oh. <laughs> You know, John Smith came over for, in the Mayflower. <laughs> that is not what happened at all. Listen, I never got American history. Wow. I grew up in Hawaii. <laughs> that is shocking. What I grew did up he come over on. Before, he came over before uh, the Mayflower. Yeah, he settled Jamestown. <laughs> well, then who's James? King James. Oh my god. I literally, I grew up in Virginia. That so actually I, makes so much sense. Yeah. No, I grew up in Virginia. Like so the second you said that, I was like, yeah, you're great. I went to Jamestown every year for field trips from like K through 12. Well, what about the people of Roanoke? Where are the people of Roanoke? Anyway, but so it's like if you come in like not wanting to learn anything, that's fine. I think it's also like, yes, there is a limitation for how much a stranger can give specific information right. to your life right. about. And I do think like, for fear of being told they're a fraud, I do think, I would assume publicly practicing intuitives, like, do maybe hold back a little bit. Right. I don't really know. but I Or think, make it a little more broad. Or make it a little more broad. Because you do get people who are, like, just there to, like, prove to themselves that it's not real. And I think, you know what I mean? But it's also, like, like, what does it say about you as a person that you are spending your money, especially if you are spending your money, on going to someone just to, like, try to discredit them? Like, I feel like you're not yeah. in the best place to begin right. with. Right. And I think when you're doing public readings, it's a little bit safer to be like, oh, well, traditionally, you know, the Ten of Swords means death. Like, no, no, no responsible practitioner should ever say that to you. <laughs> like, point blank, period. Uh, like, at all. Um, so you I walk in, you spend $10, and they're like... Well, you're going to die <laughs> tomorrow. Death will befall you. Yeah. Are there people it doesn't work on? I mean, I think if you're any sort of, anytime you set an honest intention of energy, it'll work. But if you don't want to do that, then. Right. Interesting. The cool thing about witchcraft now is because it's sort of having a moment. Um, there's a ton of resources. It really um, is having a moment. Let me tell you, I was watching Riverdale this past week. <laughs> And I think this next season is going to be all about witchy witchness. Witchy witchcraft. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the other cool thing is there's also, I will, I, I felt, feel like I forgot to say this, so I think I should say it now. Oh, okay. So the good tarot follows the same like structure as a Rider White Smith deck, but you can get like, there's like Oracle cards, which are completely not affiliated with um, your standard deck. So they're structured in an entirely different way. There's like something for everyone. All right. Well, I guess that's yeah. it for this week. Guys, we're posting every Wednesday. Wednesday. That's a fact.
Stick that in your calendar. I don't know what I was going to say. Stick that in your witches. They sell witchcraft calendars. Oh, we're coming up on All Hallows Eve. So exciting. Get witchy on it. What about it? It's like one of the most important witchcraft. I know, but what do you mean get witchy on it? How are you participating? How am I participating? I'm probably going to do some ritual. Going to have like a feast. Tonight, I hate Halloween. Oh. Why? A very strong opinion. I don't like it. Do you not like dressing up? Yes, I don't like dressing up. Also, I don't like scary movies or haunted houses. Wait, 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 wait. Our next episode should be a Halloween-themed episode. And I can explain about the pagan origins, and we can work through your (laughs) Halloween issues. Okay. All right, great. Well, look for that. Look for that Halloween. On Halloween, we'll release our Halloween episode. Great. (laughs) No, really great. Great. I'm Vic. And I'm Jen. And And that's that's the spook. spook. I hate it already. (laughs)